0: it the middle of August already? Where did my summer go? Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Driveways, ditches, and gravel pits. Not everyone's favorite places to go botanizing, but we're often spending time in these places anyway, so we might as well botanize while we're there. In late June, I was leading a girls' nature camp, and one of the days I challenged them to count the number of different species they could observe on a walk through downtown Millbridge on our way to visit one of the incredible edible Millbridge community gardens. We found red clover, white clover, hop clover, bird's foot trefoil, hawkweeds, spirea, goldenrods, thistles. I could go on. But an incredible diversity of species exists in those ecosystem edges and disturbed areas like roadside ditches. And while we do most often see non-native or invasive species in those places, because they're the ones that tend to be best adapted to swooping in and taking over when given a blank canvas, there's one native plant blooming now that you can find in a disturbed site near you. Pearly Everlasting. This herbaceous wildflower can grow in clumps up to about 3 feet tall. Its most distinguishing characteristic is their white, papery flowers that are relatively small compared to the height of the plant. The long, slender leaves have cottony white undersides, and the stem is similarly covered with those woolly white hairs. Occasionally, the flowers have a musky odor. Pearly everlasting, Anaphyllus margaritaceae, is a member of the Asteraceae family, along with many other familiar plants like sunflowers, dandelions, and daisies. This plant family tricks us as what appear to be petals in most plants are actually individual ray florets, which are little flowers that are part of a larger flower head, and what appear to be the reproductive parts in the center of a flower are in fact disc florets. That's why we get so many seeds out of a sunflower. Each one comes from an individual floret within the larger flowering head. In the case of Pearly Everlasting, it has yellow disc florets in the center. Those white papery things surrounding the yellow center that superficially look like petals, but once you know it's an aster, you might think are actually ray florets, are yet another trick from the aster family. Those everlasting white things framing the yellow center of pearly everlasting flowers are actually involucral bracts. Now before I lose you in the weeds of botany, look at this moment as an opportunity to expand your vocabulary. Involucral bracts, also called phyllaries, are modified little leaves that surround the base of the capitulum, aka the cluster of florets in Asteraceae plants. That cluster of little green leaves right underneath a dandelion flower is the involucre, and the individual leaves are the involucral bracts, or phyllaries. Seems totally normal because they look like little green leaves. But in Pearly Everlasting, those white knot petals are the same modified leaflets, but they're woolly and white, not leaf-like at all. These are the things that make it hard for me to come back inside. There's just so much cool stuff out there. Anyway, now that you've added involucre, capitulum, fillery, floret, and involucral bract to your vocabulary, which is exactly what I knew you wanted to do when you woke up this morning, so you're welcome. Let's get to some of the uses of Pearly Everlasting so you can appreciate it even more. The name Everlasting comes from the fact that those white involucral bracts stay unwilted and fresh-looking for a long time, even after the disc florets have gone by. This makes Pearly Everlasting ideal for dried flower arrangements. Beyond the beauty of these everlasting flowers, they have also historically been used externally to treat sores and burns and achy joints and muscles, drunk as a tea to ease rheumatism, and smoked to treat colds or as a tobacco substitute. So the next time you're outside, you could endeavor to find some blooming pearly everlasting. You have quite a while now to find it due to their everlasting qualities, so make sure you practice your new botany vocabulary each time you find it. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.